Paul Stenhouse is with us from the States, though, this morning for um, the week that was in the tech world. Hey, Paul. Good morning, Jeff. How I'd like to check in with you, and I hope you don't mind us doing this, but um, since you know COVID-19 fortunately uh, is not nearly as much uh, of a big deal in New Zealand as it is in the US right now, how are you feeling? You're, what, mm-hmm. three, four weeks now since you got your COVID-positive test results and you were feeling poorly? Yeah. Yeah, I'm feeling great. I'm actually taking some of Donald Trump's advice, Jack. Um, oh, not the bleach did, did, part of his advice. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. The sunshine part of his advice that says that sunshine kills the virus. So I've headed south, oh. found myself some sun, and I'm trying to, I guess, rid myself of any virus remnants that may be inside of me. That's, uh, I'm glad that's that you're feeling better. That's how I'm justifying yeah. the vacation, I guess, anyway. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you're, I'm glad you're feeling better. Um, we've had the <laughs> vaccine plan kind of broadly uh, published this week, uh, and I know that um, vaccine yep. plans in the US are slowly progressing. And finally, um, it seems like a no-brainer, I would have thought, but finally the government is deciding to build a website. Yeah, to help people actually get vaccinated. I cannot stress enough how much of a nightmare it has been for people to try to get the vaccine here in the States. Obviously, you know, they've had supply issues, but way more plentiful supply than, you know, some of the other countries in the world uh, because it was such a hot spot and because the, the States is prepared to spend the money on it. But... It's all, first of all, the eligibility was a nightmare. So the eligibility was different by state. And then each state and each city had set up their own vaccine systems, each public dispensing point. So they were doing some dispensing here at some pharmacies and things. They all had their own systems. And it was a nightmare. You had to kind of click refresh on about four different websites in order to try to find yourself a slot uh, if you were eligible. Yeah. Um, and so this news about the federal government actually building a vaccine finder for the country is very exciting news because people have taken some opportunities, not entrepreneurial, more uh, philanthropic, you would say, because they've made these websites to basically try to, almost like a travel booking website, right? You, you, to try to aggregate all of the different dispensing mm. points together um, and actually tell you where you can go and find an appointment mm. um, because no one else was doing it. So yeah. they're running on donations. So great news. Um, it's very exciting that from May, all Americans are going to have access to the vaccine over here. So, so where do you count fit in me that? in? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, technically, if you listen to the uh, medical professionals, mm. I've got, because I've just had COVID, I've got antibodies in my system. Um, and But I'm eligible as of May for um, for the vaccine, as with everybody else. And they, and they say that as long as you're feeling fine, as long as you're not feeling poorly that day and haven't had another vaccine within the past, I think they say over here about two weeks, you're, you're good to go. So um, sign me up. My appointment it cannot come soon enough. Okay. Good luck, Paul. Yeah. Oh, geez. Thanks. Yeah. Just, I mean, the whole the whole federal versus state system really does not seem to have a very effective way to handle this this uh, pandemic no. from the word go. Eh. And and look, they, they they didn't do anything like in Australia. They closed state borders. Not here, they can't because many many cities here. You think of New New York, right? New York yeah. sits on the on the intersection of New York State, um, Connecticut, and New Jersey. Like mm. you you cut off people who literally commute into the city every day. So mm. it's a nightmare. Mm. Um, but I'll be very glad to be over the hump and get back to get back to New Zealand sometime, hopefully soon. Yeah. Maybe? Yeah, I hope we can have you back sometime soon, Paul. I mean, you can come back and do the MIQ thing, but it would be nice if you didn't have to do that. Might be waiting a wee yes. bit, though. Hey, a digital piece, uh, a piece of digital art sold this week. Yes. For $69 million. 
Yeah, I mean, that's basically what? The price of a Ponsonby Villa? Yeah. No, I joke. I joke. <laughs> um, no, this was an artist named Beeple, and he took, he's been making a piece of art every day for years and years. He put 5,000 pieces of that art together into a collage, and he has sold it on this thing that is blowing up in the tech world called NFTs. Now, NFT stands for non-fungible token. Mm. In absolutely layman's terms, that means an exclusive thing, right? Yeah. What they're doing is they're registering this exclusive thing, i.e. basically an ID or a serial number on the blockchain, so that they can verify that that thing, you are the owner of that thing. Right. Because here's what it gets weird about digital art. It's a good way of explaining it, actually. Yeah, because we were talking about this with the Kings of Leon's new album last week. Right. So, so the the problem. I mean, the thing that's weird about this philosophy is that you can technically copy the file. Like multiple yeah, people right. could have this. They could take a screenshot of it. But on the blockchain, you are the verified owner of that piece of work. It'd be like if you owned the Mona Lisa. Mm. You know, people can make copies of it. They can take photos of it. But you are the original owner. Mm. So yeah, this person um, has bought it. Christie's was the very first auction house over here, art, art house to to make this, uh, to be the first to do this NFT digital art. And mm. someone has decided that it is worth sixty nine million dollars, and I guess are hoping at some point in the future to get a return imagine, on that investment. Imagine not not just having sixty nine million dollars, but having so much money that you can afford to spend sixty nine million dollars on something like this. You can to afford potentially to potentially throw that, that away. Yeah. To gamble. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but I think we're gonna I think we're gonna see this the, the art is obviously where it's starting, but yeah. I think we're potentially gonna see this with um, music and things, right? Digital rights for music, people making digital rights for yeah. Yeah, yeah, songs, gifts, all that whatever stuff. it is. If it's yeah. a digital file, you can do this NFT bizzo. Mm. Oh, that's interesting. Hey, thanks, Paul. Yeah. And I'm um, glad that you're feeling good. Enjoy your little break uh, in the heat and in the sunshine, and uh, we will catch you again next week.